1: you have an airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host
2: hello and welcome to the pro wrestling show in association with Talksport. and coming up on the show today bro 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 matt riddle is with us from download festival we'll also tell that story we mentioned on the show yesterday which isn't as interesting as john claimed it was and we'll preview wwe stomping ground plus tell you all the big indie shows coming up across the uk next weekend is packed if you've not got plans next weekend get yourself to a wrestling show because there's some good news Uh, you're listening to the Pro Wrestling Show. Find us on Twitter at ProWrestleShow. Find us on Instagram in the same place. Uh, get you know in touch, review, rate, subscribe, all that good stuff that people always ask you to do. But legitimately, it helps us a lot. So we'd love it if you could. Thank you so much. Now I've stopped groveling. John Jackson, how are we doing, buddy?
3: I feel like we're like Uber drivers when they say, you know, when you get out of the car they go Five okay, stars, forget. please. Five stars. Yeah. And it's like, mate, your car smells like crap, there's stains everywhere and you've been playing me heart for the last twenty minutes. You're not getting five stars.
2: Oh, I don't know what just happened there. There was all sorts of excitement <laughs> in the background.
3: Really? <laughs> I'm basically a DJ. Like uh but yeah. That's pretty much what I'd get in your Uber, isn't it? Some kind of
2: terrible <laughs> mixing, yeah. I, I do I do not find this rhetoric acceptable. Um uh, thank you if you've already listened to yesterday's show if you haven't go back really lovely chat with adam cole a download festival talking about the importance of undisputed era the faction wrestling uh, we'll have imperium for you next week we've got interviews with uh volta a one-on-one interview with alexander wolf and we get uh the guys who were european union uh, fabian eichner and marcel Bartel together as a pairing uh, and all of them Really, really great stuff, you know, particularly from our ger- German-Austrio friends who are very straight with you, very straight-talking. You know, Volta always, uh always just willing to shut you down on something if uh, he's not happy talking <laughs> about it, as you'll find out Isn't next suggest. week. <laughs> but coming up, we've got Matt Riddle on the show, who... It's fair to say, in his three or so months, particularly when you consider the pay-per-view matches with with Velveteen Dream and with Roderick Strong, has made a very, very quick impression on the NXT universe.
3: Yeah, I I would say a very... When when you see those people that you know from the indies coming into NXT, um, sometimes they take a little while to, you know, get up to speed. We've seen... I mean... um, Old punishment Martinez. He's mm-hmm. uh, he's been rebranded, hasn't he? And you know he's sort of taken a little while to uh, to get his feet under the table. Matt Riddle came out, I think, for the first time at Survivor Series last year at the uh, Takeover in um, Los Angeles. Am I right? I think yeah, was yeah. What it I was. think it as was a, as a dark, And it was a dark match. No, it was the first match tonight, wasn't it? Against uh, Mister Ono. And um, yeah, the, yeah, the, the kind of know.
2: ten second match or whatever it was.
3: Yeah, where we just uh, kicked him in the head and that was it. I, I mean, ever since then, hes I think he's just the kind of guy that people love, isn't he? He's just so popular. He's, he's easily, you know what he's all about. He's got the catchphrases already. He's got that laid-back persona, which people really sort of uh, are endeared to. Um, he kicks his flip-flops off when he jumps in the ring. What more do you want?
2: And look, he came in around the same sort of time as Keith Lee, and it just gives you a prime example. Keith Lee's had some appearances on TV. He's looked an absolute beast when he has. I think they're trying to build up what Keith Lee is to people. But Matt Riddle is just the the bro, and I say gimmick, uh, you know, the old Dwayne The Rock Johnson stone-cold idea of... Guys, you know, a really good wrestling persona is just your own persona dialed up to 11. Man, that yeah. applies to nobody in the world more so than Matt Riddle. He is so that guy. And he even says to the interview, it doesn't matter if they'd chosen to change me, if they'd called me the dude instead of the bro. I'd have got that over. People just really buy into him personally and, and everything he does. He's a great seller and a great worker. And it, it was, when we first saw him, he was wearing, uh, well, we mentioned it at the top of the interview, but he wasn't wearing flip-flops. He was wearing like pink wellies. And he was like, man, my feet feel so trapped. I just, I want to be out here. I want to be walking around in the mud, but I would get in trouble if I did. And actually, when I saw him on the Sunday, this is the story in very shortened form. Uh, when I, I I bumped into him on the Sunday outside the tent and the sun had only come out for maybe a sum total of eight minutes. And I bumped into Matt Riddle outside the the NXT tent and he was topless, which, by the way, when you're you know three feet away from him instead of 30 feet away from him is incredibly intimidating. He is like an Adonis. He was wearing white shorts. He did admittedly still have the kind of short, Wellies on, not full-size one, but little short ones on. Sunglasses. I was like, ah, you look like you've settled into life at Download then. He was like, the sun's out. The guns are out. I'm having fun, bro. And, you know, people were coming up to him and asking for photos and he was so lovely with everyone. And, you know, I ended up chatting to him outside the tent for a good 10 or so minutes and he he was massively putting over all the UK guys he'd faced, like Ilya Dragunov, like uh, James Drake, just saying how much he'd enjoyed it, how well they all sold, how there's a lot of talent. And You know, he's obviously faced a lot of these guys in the indies before. But I just, I love how enthusiastic he is about wrestling. I love how enthusiastic he is about The protection that wrestling gives. Um, He talks about his UFC career coming up in this interview. And I think it's really interesting what he says about, you know, suggests that what hurt him about doing UFC is that a loss in UFC can affect somebody's life, can affect somebody's career, can affect how much money they make. Like... He's still going to go into a ring and beat the crap out of someone, but it's going to be all part of a storyline. He knows they're still going to earn at the end of the day, and they can go home and they can be friends. So, I just found him a really genuine person. Everyone that met him over the weekend just loved him, and and yeah, a lot of time for Matt Riddle. Lovely, lovely man. Should we hear from? It him? It really is.
3: I was <laughs> going to say I've, I've I've had I've had very little to do with him, but when when you watch him in interviews, and obviously I've watched you and Al chatting to him. I just don't, you just can't not like him. And even when he's um, ripping into Goldberg, which I believe he t- talks about in this, um, in this clip in a minute, um, even when he's ripping into Goldberg, you know, you, he's kind of doing it in a way of he's looking out for people and he doesn't want people to get hurt because he wants people to be successful. He wants people to have a living and, and perform and live up to their expectations. And that is where it's coming from when he's kind of saying what he says about Goldberg. So even when he's sort of calling someone out, he's still doing it from a good place.
2: Uh, oh, yeah, and There was the other thing that happened when I met Matt Riddle, which is... What? You mean I can't say that? Ridiculous. I'm going to ask you people that out. Uh, <laughs> good, right. Let's hear from... Uh, I hope you forget.
3: I hope that you're listening to this now and you're going, but Will, that wasn't beeped out because you've just forgotten.
2: I'm, I'm time-coding it right now. <laughs> right uh, let's hear from the man himself then uh the new star on the nxt scene and the most over man at all of download festival matt riddle so download festival here with nxt's matt riddle and i thought i was going to be disappointed that matt riddle wasn't going to be wearing flip-flops at download festival but instead i don't know if you're gonna be able to get him in shot but he has got some unbelievable pink wellies on. They are stunning. We'll get a photo of them and we'll post them. His feet look suffocating. Uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> dude, I'm
0: dying. I am dying right now. I want to take these off. I, if I didn't have to wrestle later, I would have my just be walking around with muddy feet because there's showers by us. So I was going to just do that. But because I have to work and I don't want to get
2: mud on the ring so I oh, wait till later. It's, it's clear. I mean, WWE's changed you, man. You would have walked around in your feet quite happily before. I, I, I still will,
0: <laughs> but now, yeah, they have. They've changed me a little bit. They've cleaned up my eye. <laughs>
2: um Have you uh, wrestled in the in the tent yet? At this point? not yet. But you, I mean, you've obviously been in front of a lot of UK crowds before in companies like Progress, where you're Atlas Champion and stuff, and. So you know how crazy these fans are going to be.
0: I know, and I can't wait. It's been too long. I've been trying to get over for the NXT UK tapings and uh, get over here for the takeovers when I can, you know. And right now they're trying to keep us separate. And I'm like, I don't think you should. Like, I want to go back over there because the English fans, the UK fans, are like ravenous, you know. So I miss it. Well, you you know
2: a lot of the guys because you face them... In the UK, in the Indies. So, if you look to that NXT UK roster, is there anyone that you're like, yeah, I want to come to NXT UK and I want to fight X? Yeah, well, there's a bunch.
0: Well, Walter, Walter's on my list, top one. I've had I've had battles with him in Germany, America, England. I, I've been I've fought him everywhere, and they've always been pretty good. So, and he has a I can, title. I can testify to that. Yeah, he has a title, and I wouldn't mind that NXT UK title. Maybe have like a North American or the NXT title and be double champion
2: giving you ideas the across the pond champion there's got to be a way of doing an undisputed championship between the two
0: we can do it
2: we're going to make it happen I've absolutely convinced me how have you found that journey coming out from because obviously we have got to see a lot of your journey on YouTube and they did a whole series on Mm -hmm. you but coming out from doing shows like Evolved and then taking that step and going to NXT Uh,
0: for me it was just a little like a step up in professionalism not so much uh the wrestling per se but more so how you handle yourself in and out of work and how you go to work showing up looking proper things like that well you know me i just show up in some flip-flops doing <laughs> <through> my thing <laughs> you know which they still kind of let me do because it's part of my character so i still get away with a lot of stuff i probably shouldn't <laughs> but you know i think it's changed in that sense and i think if anything it's made me more professional and even better at what i do you
1: know, you know. We mentioned um, the arrival they did on you, the special, yep. uh, which I thought was awesome, like a great insight into like your family and the journey yep, yep. and things. When you look back at that now, and then obviously you've come from the independence or, or you know UFC and all these things, but you see that whole production, are you like, is you like, you like blown away? You're like, wow, like this is. Not only am I working somewhere huge, but wow, that's amazing. I was
0: blown away a couple years ago after an Evolve show. It uh, It was Royal Rumble weekend. I went to TakeOver and Shinsuke Nakamura came out. And I've seen him on TV and I was like, I was never impressed. Like, yeah, his moves are cool, but like, just, I don't get it. And then when I saw him in person, I saw the atmosphere that was created for him and what he did with it. I was like, holy crap, this guy's a star, like, <laughs> yeah, 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 You know, and I was, yeah, yeah. mind was blown. I was like, oh, I'm, Twitter, you know, I'm doing the Nakamura thing now. I was like, you know, but like, but on the indies, you don't really get that. It's like, you're larger than the show. While at WWE, the show's like larger than you, you know, because it's such a big production. There's so many moving pieces and that's why it's so like attention-getting, you know?
1: And uh, I spoke to Triple H as well. I think it was just before the last takeover and he, you know, you were coming up on the call and they were saying, he doesn't actually think you'd be that interested in going back to MMA. You know how Brock Lesnar, your favourite guy, I know, mm, yeah, yeah. seems to get an itch from time to time. Yeah, um, and he doesn't think that's something. That, you know, he seems, he thinks you're focused on wrestling right now. Is that something? Uh, he'd be open to it though if you did want to do that. Do you think you'll ever get that itch again?
0: I have no itch. Uh, I'm happy wrestling. One of the big things I hate about, I love fighting. I hate hurting people in an MMA when you beat somebody they usually get fired or they lose their job. It's just they get less money. It's like I'm hurting people not just physically but financially and at the end of the day I didn't want to do that. So for me I have no itch to go back to fighting and the only way I'd go back is probably if I could fight like John Jones for like millions of dollars. But other than that like I don't see, there's no reason. I don't see how I win. Even if I win that fight I don't see how i benefit i already already found the ufc already killed it there they fired me on a winning streak because i'm too badass and that's
2: about <laughs> it and beating someone like that wouldn't actually damage them too much but yeah whereas wrestling is the one sport where somebody can look really good while losing like you can yeah. make somebody a superstar me again on a dream. loss oh, me well,
0: against dream that's mm-hmm. you know velvet team dream might have won but i looked pretty good out there you know so. That
2: second rope German is one of the most ridiculous things yeah. I think in all of wrestling, man. Perfect.
0: Yeah, it's a, that's a brutal one. That's a brutal one. It's a
2: topic. Could you do it on me? That's the big I question. I could do it. I'm, just I'm, not, not I'm not suggesting you should. Uh, yeah, I'm I, just I, saying. I, I,
0: I, I would just suggest that you might hold my hands a little bit <laughs> for support because I don't want to lose you. But you. I got a pretty good grip. I get a gable grip, you know. I do a lot of lower back extensions, some rows. I got you. You, got I you take care of it, I will it. Believe it. Yeah. But yeah, you protect yourself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, of course. I'll do my Tuck part. my head,
2: don't worry, I can take a bump, it's fine. You got fine. it. <laughs> um, I wonder as well with like the UK crowd and that NXT crowd, because we were talking to Adam about the idea of the baby being over immediately. Mm-hmm. Was it like the first time that you get introduced to a crowd and people are going, Bro, bro, right away, bro. Now, even if they
0: wanted to change the name, they probably they had to probably stick with the bro. Even if that wasn't the original bro or king of bros, it'd still be chanting bro. But I also think that, that I'm connected with the people enough where if I wanted to change it and be like, hey, everybody, instead of bro, I'm the dude now. Dude, dude, dude. <laughs> I'm pretty really sure the crowd would start chanting, dude, and say dude. When we release
1: this video, you yeah. get over. Yeah, the mean. bro,
0: the bro thing was just easy. Uh-huh. I say it a lot, it works, it's part of my character and demeanor. Mm-hmm. At least this version of bro, I'm, you know, because of Zach Ryder that's more like a Jersey Shore bro, you mm-hmm. know. I'm more like, what up bro, laid <laughs> back bro, I'm cool, you know?
1: I feel like we have to touch on it because everyone was talking about it last week. You're probably sick of it by now, but uh, old Goldberg, old uh,
0: old old William, oh, yeah. <laughs> old William William Goldberg, you know, yeah.
1: Reports that he made a, a hell of a payday for that as well, uh, in, into the millions apparently. When you see that, um, and then you you know you talk about your love for wrestling and that post and stuff is that like a you know is a conflict in your eyes right there
0: well you know for me is especially in this and one of the main reasons I was never a fan of Goldberg's even from the beginning when everybody's like oh he's so good I'm like no he's terrible he's hurting people and it, there's nothing else he just has three minute matches and that was my thing and, I've, and that's the thing when people are like who's your favorite wrestler it's like I really don't have one I liked really good wrestling yeah. that's why I fight and I do that so for me it just I don't care how much money he makes I'm glad people are entertained but Stick to your wheelhouse, bro. Mm. And stop headbutting doors before you wrestle. (laughs) Stuff like that. The thing is, I'm not hating... I'm not hating, yeah, I'm yeah. just spitting facts, and these are all facts, these are things he should take into consideration, not just for me, and not getting made fun of, but for his health as well. Yeah,
1: I mean, is that the difference between him and Lesnar, like, for Lesnar, you have a degree of respect?
0: I have a, a huge amount yeah. of respect for Lesnar, you know, he's done everything, he came into it, he works hard, you don't look like Lesnar without working hard, you don't pick up things, you don't get to the top of multiple industries in sports without working hard. Yeah. The guy, you know, do, do I like his work rate per se now, do I like his attitude no in that sense but i think that's why it's good i think he's the complete opposite of me but we're the same you know
2: how yeah how how do wwe feel about i mean you started tweeting lesnar basically the moment that you signed the contract oh, yeah. had been announced i, I yeah I, yeah absolutely i'm like forget just go straight just straight up to raw i wanted to see that I match that. immediately i'm ready but, <laughs> i'm ready i'm ready were it, like was there any kind of, oh, or were they all into it from moment one? Just
0: like, just like the Goldberg stuff? I mean, I think, I, think I, I let them know before I signed because I had opportunities to possibly go work other places, and we were t- discussing. And my thing was I didn't want to let them down. I'm going to tell you who I am. I'm very honest. Even with Bloom, we've gotten into it where I'm like, hey, man, I think you're disrespected. And he's like, what? And we'll get into it. But then we're better afterwards because, like, I don't hold anything back. I'm very honest. I talk. And I'll talk some shit. You know, I'll say some stuff. But at the same time, it's usually true. I back it up. And that's just, you know, that's just how it is. And I think they respect that. I think if I was a bad worker and then I did everything I did, they'd be like, I hate this guy. But... All the talent, especially guys like Shawn Michaels and Triple H, they know I'm legit as hell, and they love it. And same thing with Regal or Brookside or anybody else that's a, you know, they all
2: know Firstly, a wonderful bit of self-censorship in the middle of that answer. Well done, and thank you, because you cannot swear on UK radio. Uh, Sorry, (laughs) dude. You just listed off a bunch of names of, obviously, legends who you get to work with at the Performance Centre, and you talked about the difference was professionalism in stepping up, but what have you gleaned and learnt over these last three or four months from those guys that maybe wasn't in your arsenal, maybe that you feel you've developed which you didn't have before
0: you know i think with them especially at this point because you know you're on the biggest stage and these takeovers are huge there's millions of people watching at home you're being you're under a microscope and working with these guys like even though i don't get nervous or anything it just adds that much more confidence and i think in wrestling yeah i can do the moves i'm strong and athletic but it's like that demeanor of how you wrestle what you do in between the moves and everything else and i think just having guys like that have my back and they you know or when they do critique me at Tell me something; it's true, and I need to work on it, or maybe something I've been lazy about something, and that's just it, it happens, you know. Did you get comfortable? If the crowd's chanting, bro, and you're super over, why should I change anything, right? <laughs> but sometimes you change stuff and now you've got more fans. You're getting even better, you know. Plus, you want to make Vince happy, you yeah, know.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, I'm trying. Yeah. <laughs> try. we, we mentioned you in Dream earlier uh, from yeah. Takeover, uh, and we're obviously, you know, going back to the names we all just spoke about too. Who um, played a central part in that match? Um, you know, cause, cause to me, someone who f- feel like you know a fair bit about wrestling and what you like in watching the match, it seems so, so it makes so much sense. And the ending was just perfect, really, for everyone involved. Uh, who helped put that together, and how proud were you afterwards?
0: I'll be honest. I, I, not saying Dream didn't put his pieces in, but I feel like I called that. Mm. I called that. I was just like, "This is what's happening. I want to look like a killer, but you're still gonna." You know, beat me. How can I, you know, because I want to look strong. I'm not, I don't want to look weak on yeah, a loss. Yeah. And like you said, you could lose a match and look like a million dollars. And I lost that match, but I knew I was the money afterwards in the crowd reaction and everything else. And I think I showed, like you said, that angry side. People just see that happy go lucky smiling bro. So when they got to see the intensity turn up, it, you know, and it's good for me too because I like to be pushed that way. It's know?
1: funny because when you're watching it on Twitter, everyone's going, oh, oh, he Riddle's turning heel a little bit. He's turning heel. And it's like, oh, no. Like it's just other a shade, yeah. right? Aggressive, yeah, man.
0: I'm aggressive. I want to win. <laughs> wanna, that's why I'm like, I don't get it. It's like, oh, that's cheap. It's like, I was trying to win. <laughs> like, you know, but, I, and I think wrestling in itself is changing like that. Not necessarily the good guy doesn't have to run out and save people every time. Sometimes a good guy comes. Out, it just looks for his shot. And then beats him up. He's like, sorry guys, I would have got you sooner. But, you know, didn't want to get beat up too. You know, got to be a smart, good guy, right? Wow, I yeah. uh, And, you know, we
1: talk about now the position you're in, the, the role of good matches you've had now. We were just saying to, obviously, Adam Cole's over there, his NXT title. Is that what's, uh, yeah... Is that what's in your sights? Well, he mentioned next? your
0: name. He did. No, I he bet did. he did. I'm a good looking guy. I'm a stallion. He, he should be mentioned. When he does interviews, he should mention my name. Uh, yeah, honestly, that title. I've beaten him. I've beaten Roddy. I want that title match. I don't know when it's gonna happen. If it's gonna happen at the next take or whatever, I doubt it. Because you know how things work. Somebody'll probably get a rematch. You know. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, but yeah, that title's definitely in my eyes. You know, and the NX, the North American one. I want that one too but more so I want to beat Dream it's like when I came here I was like the one person who will never beat me is Dream <laughs> and then the first person I lose to is <laughs> Dream and I'm like
2: <laughs> well but like you said about you calling that match because he's obviously a guy who is a bit greener but from a character perspective, has done amazing work and people love it. Was he really receptive to that? Was he ready to learn from you?
0: I think because my style is something much different than he's worked with, so I think, and and he put his pieces in. It's Mm -hmm. not like I was like, hey, you're going to do this here. He, he He had all of his moves in and we had stuff, but it was more, I wanted to tell the story of me being aggressive, really coming for that title and pushing him, and him being able to overcome, even maybe match me later on with strikes, where he surprised me and stuff like that. I wanted, I wanted that roller coaster. And because of his style being so '80s pro wrestling, it's hard to mix MMA with that. But I think we, like you said, we did a pretty decent yeah, so job. That's
2: why I want you and Kyle because we spoke to Kyle about the Muay Thai style, the MMA style, and I just think that's. I have money. money. Yes, I'm, I'm there. And we have wrestled. To full- to watch him. and
0: we have wrestled in Ireland and America a bunch of times, so there's matches out there. <laughs> but i will probably happen in NXT, i will happen in NXT yeah, too. Yeah. You can just wait nine dollars 99 on I mean, the now, it might be a different price over <laughs> no, here. No, nine, nine, nine oh, pounds nine nine. Oh, oh, yeah, it's more expensive over here though, yeah, because yeah, nine pounds yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Uh, nine one nine nine one nine.
1: thing I did want to say finally was um, when, when you're Looking at those caliber of matches and the fun you're having in NXT, and you mentioned how the bro had translated straight away. Is there any kind of trepidation in terms of when you do get that call up? That Vince is just a new set of eyes. Is he really going to take what you've done in NXT and what you enjoy now? Because yeah, a lot of people seem to have different ideas, and mm-hmm. the NXT uh, promoted stars have had you know fared differently, I guess.
0: Yeah, I've seen. I've seen what the curse or whatever it is. <laughs> uh, I think that's on you you know because there's other people that go up there and they run with the ball you know and i do believe you also have to have a certain look that vince likes or they like it's not because it's not one person one person makes decisions maybe at the end of the day but a lot of people talk to that one person if everybody's on your side probably not gonna hurt right so i look at it like this just play you gotta play politics play politics but i'm not worried i think once i get up it'll be the right time They'll know what to do with me. They're not gonna pull me up like they're like, "Oh, let's just get him now." I think when I go up, I'm gonna come after Lesnar, and it's gonna. I'm going for him. That's yeah. it. I don't know what else I'd be doing. I'm going I want it. now, I want it now. Yeah. Want it now. And, unless, where's my wallet? Unless they want to give me Bill, unless they want to give me Gil, Bill Goldberg first, and I'll yeah. take him yeah. as a warm up, and then I'll take Brock Lesnar. saying,
2: in. Matt comes up from Raw, beats Lesnar, gets the money in the bank, comes down to NXT with it, catches it in on Adam. I'm just. I basically Les- like Lesnar would have see, to fight see what, I, <laughs> see what I
0: would like to do is attack Lesnar when he cashes in and cost, him after he cashes in though, so he ah. can't win right and then have him attack me at NXT
1: TakeOver oh. Oh. this, this, this the, is too creative and the Beast music
0: hits and I'm like <sighs> yeah and I'm like oh, he's huge <laughs> yeah. and there's me at home going yeah it's oh, yeah, happening yeah. <laughs> like I said it's gonna happen if it doesn't would, I'd be shocked at mm.
1: this point makes too much sense yeah. not to so. Uh,
2: thanks so much man that Yeah, thank fun. you so much thank you to the bro King of
1: Bros for joining us with TalkSport today we look forward to
0: seeing you in action tonight man yeah dude it's gonna be good it's gonna be good cool fact
2: You're listening to the Pro Wrestling Show, Will Gavin, John Jackson with me, our chat there with me and Al Mack at Download Festival where we were over the weekend. It's fair to say Al at Download, uh, John, was was not in his element. He had a good time with chatting to the wrestlers and doing all that stuff. But uh, he was like, you know, I'd consider staying for Saturday night when Slipknot absolutely tore things up. He's like... Uh, another friend of ours, Sam De Ward, who makes drums for a part, as part of his job and is like a real metal nerd, was having the best time. Who came kind of in your place to help us with cameras and stuff, and um, he was just like, "Look, if I like the music, like you and like you and Sam did, I'd stick around." But I gave him a lift to rugby after the uh, after the second show, and I think he was happy to go home, get out of the mud, and relax in a, with a with a cup of tea and hang out with his wife and kids. I think that was. His idea of heaven, while me and Sam went back into the guest area after Slipknot finished, thinking we could have enough time for like one beer, but then everything was shut down. It went on till about 2.30 in the morning and was very messy.
3: I think without him being here to defend himself, we can both agree that Al is what you would call when you were at school a townie. (laughs) (laughs) He's only comfortable in town. He, Uh... He does not dwell well in an area of agriculture.
2: Um, uh, The final thing on Matt Riddle was Sam, who was with us, who came to watch some of the wrestling, uh, obviously was there for all the interviews, uh it's fair to say that Matt Riddle got over with Sam more than anyone else I met the entire weekend to the extent where once Sam got drunk on the Saturday night and then again on the Sunday night during Tool. you know Matt Riddle does that bro walk to the ring where he kind of leans back mm-hmm. and he's got his hands in the fists and he's f- fist bumping everyone Sam was walking around the entire download site just doing that move and fist bumping everyone as he walked past them and just like it, just he absolutely loved him anytime he had an opportunity to see Matt live he was like there so I'm coming back to the tent for that. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go and watch De Antvoort for half an hour, but I'll be back in time to watch Matt Riddle. <laughs>
3: Uh, (laughs) oh he's in love with him and will this is this is the place now we discussed this at the time this is the place where you reveal um the secret that al doesn't know and we're not going to tell al we're not going to text him tweet him, or anything like that we're just going to wait for him to go oh i couldn't make the podcast today i'll listen back to the podcast and see how it sounded this is where you reveal the thing that matt riddle did that involves you and do you know what i'm talking about
2: yeah i do i
3: (laughs) do it will Look, I, I've sold it in a way that doesn't make you sound like you're boasting. I've, t- I've put you on the spot, so you've got to tell everyone.
2: Firstly, if anyone doesn't already follow Alex McCarthy on, uh, on um, uh, Twitter, go and do it now because he lost all of his Twitter following and it was really harsh and it's well worth going to find him because he's a great guy and he's on Twitter at Alex... Undersc- Al Mac underscore talk sport. That's at Al Mac underscore talk sport. That being said, after me and Matt Riddle hung out on Saturday, he followed me on Twitter, which I know for Al, like when Drew McIntyre followed him, he was loving it i just didn't want to tell him i was just like i was like oh that's exciting i'll dm him and say thank you nice to meet you this weekend which i did and he'd t- dm back saying yeah cool to meet you bro obviously
3: uh <laughs> <laughs> that's just his standard reply it's just like an auto reply button cheers bro so, thanks bro. Thanks, nice one, bro thanks
2: bro good seeing you this past weekend um but yeah i didn't want to you know, rub it
3: matt's well look now we know I'm um, followed by Baron Corbin. You're followed by Matt Riddle and Al's followed by Drew McIntyre. We've all got one.
2: What a trio. What a wonderful yeah. trio. They are not us. Uh, the new, we're, we're the new 3MB. They're 3MB after they all got to break out and win titles.
3: Um, well, <laughs> Good. Well, look, I'm glad you guys had a good time at Download. If you went to Download, it sounds like fun. I've seen all the videos that we've posted and uh, it looked like a great time. Um, I was uh, otherwise engaged. But uh, next year, next year I'll be there um before we get
2: into uh because we've only got about 10 15 minutes before we just do a quick stomping ground preview quick roundup of what's coming up in indie wrestling this weekend firstly we talk about riptide quite a lot on the show it's my new kind of favorite new promotion in the uk they're currently giving free access to all of their full pass shows until the end of this week so if you go to riptide uh, you basically get free access to to the full site for the next kind of five or six days. And it's well worth going and checking it out because there's some really, really good stuff on there. Find, you know, the, the, you can search by wrestler name. You can find the matches you want to see. You can see their rumbles. There's some really, really cool stuff on there. So, And also with the stuff when we were promoting the, the Natural Progression series, there's a lot to look at out for there with guys like Carl Noir, Ojmo, uh the guys who have made appearances on on that promotion so you can kind of familiarise yourself with a lot of those guys. Uh, it's it's quite a quiet weekend of wrestling this coming weekend. I, I know Future Shock are doing a big show in Presswich, uh Future Shock Underground 33, where they've got uh quite a few things on Sugar Duncan, uh taking on Damon Lee. Looks like it's gonna be really good. John McGregor against Sona Durson for the for the heavyweight championship. But next weekend is absolutely ridiculous for indie wrestling. Just.
3: just Go on, wa- wow me.
2: Farcically good. If you are anywhere in the country, you should be able to get along to an indie show next weekend because there's just so much going on next weekend. Right, let's start off with. Uh, Progress chapter 90, uh, which um, includes a couple of the guys who we had in the studio last week. Vol- Volta against uh, first. Volta and Weitmuller face David Starr in the Ojmo, so the Unified World Champion this year's Super Strong Star Weekend, tagging with their nominees for the Natural Progression Series. Similarly, Trent Seven's tagging with Dan Maloney. They're facing LAX back in the ballroom for the first time in a long time Uh, Brent Banks uh, getting a chance a big Canadian wrestler going up against Jordan Devlin um, who is looking for momentum ahead of his number one title match in uh, Newcastle the week after your Connor Mills against Paul Robinson Connor Mills has Gets so much love from other indie wrestlers. He's got the taste of a real breakout star over the next 12 months or so. Candy Floss gets Lana Austin. Ricky Shane Page makes his debut facing NIWA. Uh, and, yeah, so there's just loads going into that show. So that's on the Sunday.
3: That's where you've have got... you seen that Robbo, by the way, has got new merch for that?
2: Yes, I have. And it's amazing from from the 1987 show or whatever it was. <laughs> 1989 yeah, it's show. Him,
3: it's him as Patrick Swayze. Is it Yeah, I think it's Patrick Swayze. Yeah, I, it? I, um,
2: he was like, It's going to be limited, so DM me to tell me what sizes you want to keep. And I was like, mm, I'm at Glastonbury, but can you hold on for me anyway? Because I really want one. <laughs> um, Absolutely love this. Defiant have got a big, uh, big weekend, a big show on, I think on the Saturday of that weekend, uh, in Newcastle. Yeah. You know, Rampage, uh, Joe Hendry, uh, um, David Starr, Lana Austin. Uh, but my, uh, no fun done, who's doing such great work in their promo. But my favorite is that, uh, friend of the show, Simon Miller is facing Nathan yes, Cruz in the first ever ups and downs match.
3: <laughs> which is uh, do, you, do, you, do you know how this works
2: <laughs> which is like an iron man match where if you throw your opponent over the top rope and out of the ring that's an up and if you pin them on the mat that's a down and it's the person with the most ups and downs at the end of the match wins <laughs> i love that they okay. built a match just around his youtube gimmick it's amazing and i absolutely love indeed. it
3: yes. um, did, did you see that um that he's going to be on chris van Vliet? Uh, youtube show oh great oh, i he's, love uh, simon. he was he was in london and he said who shall i chat to and uh, a lot of people said simon miller and then they shared a photo of them together in london yesterday so he's going to be on one of the future episodes it'll be quite funny because uh simon miller is is the nicest man in the world and chris seems like a a bloody good guy as well. Yeah.
2: Uh, I think we're going to get Simon Miller in studio on my talk sport show sometime soon to come in and just do an hour in studio. He's a massive talk sport fan. I just thinks he wants to just come in and have a <laughs> chat um, about all sorts. It's going
3: to make, make your teeth here.
2: Uh, Then we've got the ridiculous night that we've talked about a couple of times on the show, Rev Pro up in Manchester next Saturday, which is ungovernable with all the members of LIJ coming over and wrestling in the UK, in Manchester of all places. You've got Zack Sabre Jr. against Sonata, a preview for their G1 match now. Uh, You've got... Evil and Bushi going up against uh, the Tag Champions Aussie Open, plus Bodeman and Sam- Shah Samuels, plus White Wolf in a four-way for the tag titles. You've got Naito against McKinnon, Shingo against Ojmo. So Ojmo, is, he's a battle pro on the Friday as well, facing Robbo in a death match for the battle pro title. That's in London. Then he's off to Manchester to face Shingo, who was undefeated until Osprey beat him uh, in 96 New Japan matches. And then he's back down for the Progress show on the Sunday. Like, he's got a weekend of it coming up for him. Uh, yeah, and it just looks he's like... He's going to be
3: very well acquainted with Virgin Train.
2: <laughs> it just looks like a really great show. Uh, elsewhere on that Battle Pro show, by the way, uh, Bodeman Samuels again facing the Nick. You've got a really great women's tag match. Roy Johnson, big wavy, going up against Ashmore so that looks like Connor Mills against Jody Fleisch, nice high flying action so that's happening on the Friday night in London tickets still available uh, for that one Battle Pro in Sydenham uh, what else Eve Pro Wrestling are doing a massive show in Brighton on the Friday including uh, Rebel, uh, Rebel Kinney and Laura Di Matteo going head to head with Jordan Grace and Nina Samuels in a tag match it's called She Brawls in Brighton that looks like a great show uh, Southside are doing a show on the Saturday at the Resistance Gallery in East London, which includes Karin Awar against Shigeru Uh This is so ridiculous. New Generation Wrestling up in Preston are doing a massive show on the Saturday. Well worth checking out at NG Wrestling UK on their website. Uh, just, there's so much going on in that one weekend next weekend. It's ridiculous. So, if you don't go and watch an indie wrestling event next weekend, I, I don't know if you're ever going to, because... Well, unless, like me, you're at Glastonbury and you're going to miss all of it. All of it.
3: Do you think it's um purely because they think that um anyone who's not going to Glastonbury will just want to watch wrestling? I think that's possibly where they're coming from. Maybe. Then that while all the um Uber cool dudes like you are off, you know, sitting in the purple field or whatever it's called, um you know, all the all the real cool people could go and watch uh, some amazing wrestling up and down the country. That was just, I was just trying to dig on you there for yeah, some reason. I, but felt I, don't it. Why.
2: I understood. I got it. <laughs> um let's finish off with a look forward to stomping grounds which is coming this sunday um i actually thought raw and smackdown this week were generally very strong shows um okay yeah neither neither of them amazing but both kind of the baseline of what they need to be to be good like if they're like this week in week out and then there's some really big standout shows on top of that fantastic that's that's ideal. This is these are like the six to six point five out of tens that you need from your weekly TV show to keep it ticking along, and then deliver some eights, some nines throughout the year to like really peak the interest. But yeah, I thought they were really, really solid shows. Good builds to Stomping Ground. I think they realised when you saw there was a lot of speculation about the ticket sales for Stomping Ground, I think they realised that. It was looking rough, and they've added a couple more really eye-catching matches. I, yeah, I was really positive on it, really genuinely positive on TV this week.
3: I'm see, so that's I mean, you know what? I, I looked at it, and I, I, I haven't looked at the actual sort of the card written out. I've just obviously seen the TV and sort of remembered certain matches. And now I'm looking at it, and I'm thinking, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm more interested in this. Um, Dolph Ziggler coming back. And challenging Kofi Kingston I thought that was purely just going to be some kind of super showdown thing that they wanted the sort of bigger names that you know people with Gravitas I know that in the Middle East they like the you know you can say that he's won the money in the bank like you know all, the, all that thing that qualifies you for what, what a superstar you are and I thought it would just be that kind of thing he's coming back and then he'll disappear again so I'd be interested to see what happens with that with that Kofi match his, I'm assuming his, Kofi will win
2: His promo was horrendous the other day um, and Ziggler is normally great on the mic for the, all the right reasons. Uh, beat Xavier Woods, set up that, that you know, um, the match, really good mean streak in the ring, just didn't buy into the promo whatsoever. That was a problem for me. I still think those two can deliver in the ring. That's not a match I'm unexcited about. It's not getting me popping, but Steel Cage, two guys that sell really well. Those two things go together really well. Nothing to necessarily complain about i do think the steel cage potentially offers up an opportunity because although i think he'll debut on the raw side of things i thought this weekend this week's firefly funhouse suggested that bray wyatt is on his way to tv in the next seven days
3: i mean he do you think he would appear at stomping grounds or do you think given that it's not there's not a great feeling around it uh, reportedly from within that maybe they would save him for raw maybe
2: very possibly maybe but the it the ended with the, him disappearing with the let him in stuff mm. there was some more very funny shooting on wwe stuff with the whole like those who uh, be be wary those who exit here uh you know rather than enter here uh, what damage could be done i you know i i just think it was another great firefly section it was it abandon all hope ye who exit here that was it um yeah, that, that stuff was great. I think he will appear very, very soon after this week's edition. Um, other stuff that I liked on TV, I mean, Ricochet winning the number one contenders match, setting up Samoa Joe and Rico- Ricochet. If you're willing to give them 15 to 20 minutes, they're both great. That could be a great match. They very much work on each end of the scale, so it's styles that will, that will go together well. Big old thumbs up from me.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking forward to seeing that one. Um, I was I was thinking about Bailey and Alexa Bliss, and I was really worried that they were gonna. <clears throat> I'm really worried that they're gonna let Alexa Bliss win, um, but surely they won't. Surely they've got to give Bailey a decent run with the title now. They can't just you know like with Bailey and uh, with um, Sasha, they just sort of never seem to have that confidence to have them as champion for too long. Um, but surely, I mean, with that one, surely there's going to be some kind of Nikki Cross thing going on in that would you imagine
2: yeah i would have thought so and uh, i would have thought so absolutely and the, the moment of bliss stuff i thought was really good this week actually again moment of bliss not something that's really kept my attention nikki cross could be somebody who you could see a line with bray Wyatt in the longer term i saw that suggested somewhere if he ends up doing the stable thing as part of this and actually i think you could do a fun stable thing with having guests into the firefly Funhouse and stuff um i think they've set up lots of really nice little You know wrinkles to that. I thought Moment of Bliss was good. Mm. I thought it was a nice setup for the match. And I looked through the card, and okay, there's some stuff on there. I'm you know Seth Rollins and Baron Corbin with the special guest referee to be announced. Meh, who cares?
3: I mean, imagine that's imagine that's Bray Wyatt. What a waste that would be. I was thinking the two ways they could waste Bray Wyatt would be have him come out as a special guest referee. I mean, this won't happen. Hopefully. Um, but also, then, have him challenge for the twenty four seven championship <laughs> <laughs> have him beat <laughs> imagine Drake that.
2: maverick for I mean it's but his sorry, wedding soon, imagine. so it's his wedding now, isn't it it isn't that hasn't um think oh, i think Glenn's, I think Glenn's gone out young. to Orlando for maverick's yeah, wedding, so I think that's why he's out there, so you know maybe is, they're yeah. like
3: but you just know. You know there's going to be an Angle filmed at the wedding. They're surely going to film... If he's like, got the title at his own his wedding, wedding.
2: If he's got his yeah, own title at the wedding, wedding, that'd be wonderful. I uh,
3: guarantee they're going to film him doing his vows <laughs> and then uh, and then I don't know who I'm going to just predict. Um, I Braun I anyone. Eric Young. Braun Strowman just pinning him while he's doing his vows. They've got to do it.
2: Shortly. I think Strowman's in his wedding party, you know, so...
3: Yeah, Str- Strowman's one
2: of the groomsmen, isn't he? I, I think glad so, yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, uh, right, so just dear. running through. So, Bailey and Alexa Bliss. I think Bailey keeps the title there. Roman Drew. I really hope that Drew wins clean, but I don't think that happens. The problem with Drew winning anything but clean is it continues the feud, which we don't need. But Drew needs to be built up as a monster, and I'm bored of Shane McMahon on TV. We've said this enough.
3: Oh, so much so. Really we, what, what, change just We we decently. need a rematch horn
2: for this show. But Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre <laughs> rematch. Becky Lynch and Lacey Evans <laughs> rematch. Going the same way as well. Becky's not losing the title to Lacey Evans, Surely? That was my Southern Bell impression. No, absolutely not. Um, I'm not, no chance I'm really not seeing any title changes on this show it's it's a little bizarre uh, we talked about Kofi no, and Dolph no I can't imagine
3: they're going to put a title on Ricochet are they straight yeah. away I mean that would just be a good match but but Joe's got to win that
2: one I, I think New Day and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn is a really nicely set up uh, match which has kind of come a little bit out of left field but my only problem is, is that Sami and Kevin have been buried on the last two shows in good matches but have lost back-to-back nights so it feels like they need a win over the new day nice to see them putting the triple threat back on on tv with drew gulak and akira tozawa facing tony nice um and actually you know, heavy machinery daniel bryan and rowan i think that could be a really good fun match i think i'm going to enjoy stomping grounds john
3: are you going to watch it live Absolutely
2: not. Uh, No, I'm on radio. I'm on radio. So I'll watch (laughs) it on Monday morning. That was a
3: trick question. No, I I actually think I actually think having sat down half an hour before we started recording to just have a quick look at it. I'm actually a lot more excited about it than I thought I was um i just hope that it lives up to it um but yeah i mean the uh, the undying thing that i'm the most excited about is bray Wyatt, and i'm still really worried about how they bring him in and i'm i really hope it's good Uh, a question about that is is he is he gonna is he gonna have two personas well is he gonna be like Mm -hmm. the demon is he gonna come out as as the tv show is he gonna come out as toby anstis or, <laughs> and then wrestle, and then sometimes sometimes he loses it and turns into the bog troll thing that he's been, uh, he's oh, been teasing. He's, or he's will gonna, he always wear the mask?
2: He's going to come out as Andy Peters, and then he's going right. to turn into the clown from It. Uh, no, I, yeah, I, I kind of think that they'll do the two-persona thing. I hope that he's completely protected, but I think that he'll be, they'll definitely protect the fiend element of his um of the persona one thing I did like from last week something that they teased as an idea was when they had the whole rabbit and angle where he went to the gloves with the what do they say on them hurt and heel or whatever they say oh yeah yeah uh, that he went to those and he was like, let's you know, let's leave it up to fate. I almost like the idea that he'll leave things up to fate. Like he'll he w- he'll only decide because it's not like the demon. He can just whack a mask on and a jacket and it, and he's there. So like he could leave yeah. which persona up to the fate. He could leave what kind of match he has up to the fate. But when he comes out as the fiend, he needs to destroy anyone he's in the ring with. Just brutal, oh, violent, okay. difficult to watch destruction. That's what I want. Because I'm a horrible human being, apparently.
3: One way I thought when it first came out, before we saw that sort of uh, the the, I'm calling it bog troll again uh, persona to his character, I thought he was going to come out as this reformed like TV kind of TV show host. Um, We've done hang on, Philip Schofield will go with this time. Um, Andy Peters. I thought he was going to come out as him. Well, no, we've had Toby Anstiss was. Well, who was on Blue Peter? Which one was on Blue Peter? They
2: all were at some point, I think.
3: Richard Bacon. He's going to come out as Richard (laughs) Bacon before the controversy. And um, I thought he was going to come out and he's had this big thing and he's found redemption and he'd just keep losing and then he'd eventually crack. But I guess... I guess the thing is, is though you need people to buy into that over a number of weeks and months, and I don't think people would. So I think actually, they, you know, it's probably quite a sensible decision that you've already seen, that he's 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 fine, but he's liable to cracking. So, yeah, that's good. I like that. And I really hope that – um I, I can't think who he's going to feud with first. Maybe he won't. Maybe he'll come in and just brutalise a few people.
2: Yeah, I suspect that's the direction it goes. Come out and beat some tag teams up and come out and, yeah, like –
3: no, I but, just, but not lars sullivan uh,
2: avoid comedy don't do the b team angle but come out and yeah it just just beat some people up um john i've got to go do yeah. some real Could work and i think we've come to the so end of our high. time not two nice 45 tight minute shows over the last two days
3: this has been exciting love it and and, and al's not been, been involved in either <laughs> i mean that's a little bit of a running theme I'm... Jake, you know, poor Al. Just, he let he's, not here to, he's not here to defend himself, he's not here to defend himself, and he's working really hard on boxing or, or something like that. So, it's all good. Um, it, it goes without saying, as we always say at the end of the podcast, you know, if you've enjoyed what you've heard, or if you've even liked what you've heard, or if you've disliked what you've heard, but you respect the fact we've spent 45 minutes doing this, um, please give us a five star review on your podcasting app. Make sure you tell your friends, DM your wrestling graps, WhatsApp groups, the link, um, get them all to listen as well um you know it it means we get better people doesn't it and i know that we've got page coming up on a future show soon and you know the more you the more you big us up the better stuff we'll have for you to listen to wherever you listen to the podcast
2: john well said wonderful stuff we'll sign off now thank you for listening this has been the pro wrestling show